Hi, my beautiful people. This is Beanie Shavery, and I am here. This is your Gemini season official daily dose of energy, and it is going to be a very, very, very intense one. So before we start, I want you guys to make sure that you are as grounded as you need to be. This is not to make you afraid. This is not to make you feel any type of fear. This is just so that you understand the depths of what it is that we are about to embark on as if what's happening in the world is not enough of an example of what is about to be happening. Remember in the beginning of May's astrological overview, I told you guys that it is not about what you desire, but it's about what you deserve. It is about what you see. It is about what you speak. It is about what you are that is going to be ultimately presented to you through your own lens, okay? And I spoke a little bit about this also in the midweek check-in because, well, of the week check-in from Monday through Wednesday, because it's very important that you guys understand the significance of what it is that we are about to have, what we are about to embark in and what is happening around us. We have so much being brewed right now and it is easy to turn a blind eye to things that we feel do not directly affect our lives until it is at your front door but it's almost like tornado sirens that you hear that is warning you that there's a tornado near and I'm not saying that there will be a flash flood in your particular life, but there will definitely be heavy storms and rain. And it doesn't mean that that has to be something that takes you out. It could be something that brings you awareness to what needs to be fixed in your home to make sure that you are more flood proof. It could make you aware of just how safe you may be. It could also make you aware of the little adjustments that you may want to make in case the next time something happens, you are protected, safe, and in a space where you don't feel like you have to take shelter. You're actually in a nice, safe, comfortable space as much as you possibly can be in. Um, I spoke about this. I don't quite remember. It just kind of fled. It just it de definitely just fled my mind. But I spoke about the importance of getting yourself grounded and getting yourself in a space where you are prepared and you're not anxiously moving. You're not anxiously leaping and jumping and making decisions that really are not beneficial to you, but you feel like you have to make them because you are in panic mode. It's very important for you not to be in panic mode. It's very important for you to be aware and to be cognizant of what you see, but to not allow yourself to be pushed in spaces that you do not need to frequent, okay? Now, we're in a very interesting space because it's almost like we're in this maze and we're watching everything unfold. We're seeing basically the world 
It's 11, 11 on the clock. I received that. We're watching the world catch fire. And we seem so detached from that because it's not in our own lives. It's almost like, well, the world is opening back up. Everything is opening back up. Everything is, is free. We're free. We're doing what we need to do. We're not concerned with anything of last year. We don't care. We're just wanting to live our lives. And I would definitely tell you to eat your song. But I want to remind you to be very mindful that every seed that you sow, you're going to reap that seed. Now, whether that's consciously sowing or subconsciously sowing, you are still sowing seeds with every waking breath that you extend. So what am I saying? I am saying that if you're not being cognizant of the reality, despite your own selfish desires, then you may find yourself in a very deep, in a very deep pickle. Because what's happening right now is much of what happened in 2020. Um, there's this desire to get the workforce back to work get back out there let's open everything back up we need to just get back to living the way things were and I think what the hardest part for most people to understand is that 2019 does not exist anymore the way that business was done does not exist anymore it doesn't work for the new paradigm I spoke about this at the end of uh, really most of 2019. I spoke about this into preparing us to what was about to be um, occurring in 2020. And I spoke about it throughout 2020. Um, there is this, we're in the state of age of Aquarius. Okay, we're, we're going into the age of Aquarius. And I spoke very deeply about so much of that because it was so important and it's even more so significant because now we're feeling a lot of the uncomfortableness that it, it can make us feel when we are in a space of unfamiliar territory that's exactly what aquarius is about Moving into this new age is about innovation. It is about changing. It is about shifting the paradigm. It is about humanity. It is about a collective. It is about rebelling against what doesn't work, what hasn't worked, and what won't work going forward. This is about being true to what really matters and dismantling any system, any patriarchy, any type of community that does not feed fuel and support its own and so we thought 2020 would have shown us the importance of everyone working together but it seems so much that we're embedded in this idealistic approach to living up you use what you need in the time of need so that you can detach from that to do your own thing 
because it benefits you more that way. But that's not the way the world is moving. And a lot of corporations are about to see that, especially with what is about to unfold between now and December of this year. We have a lot of things happening with Saturn being going into retrograde. Um, Saturn is going to be going into retrograde on the 23rd. And then you have Pluto already in retrograde. Pluto and Saturn did the destruction. They did the destruction and they're going to continue to do the work that they were intending to do because there's so much more root that needs to be pulled up. Then they're going to be retrograde for six months. So, the, so they're retrograde until December. Well, until October-ish. Um, but we'll feel the effects until about the end of December or mid-December, right? November, December. Um, so what we're looking at is a review of what has been done and a review of what's been hidden. And right now things are very much so in hide mode. We're not seeing everything that we're wanting to see. We think we have all the answers. We think we found cures. We think we found our Holy Grail. We think we are in a space where the world can go back to what it was pre 2020 because 2020 was just happened since, right? It just happened since. No, no. 2020 was the start of a new world, not just globally. I'm speaking personally. You should have found out a lot of things about yourself in 2020. You should have seen a lot of the reality of your life from 2020. You should have taken the lessons that 2020 began to show you into 2021 and the work should have continued, but for many, it did not. That's where the pressure comes because now it's time to continue to cultivate and build on where you should have started over and what should have been new. But so many have retreated and so many have gone back, reverted back to where they were and who, who they were and the things that they've done and the people they were around. And that is going to keep you in a cycle that is going to remain detrimental to your growth. And you're going to continue to find yourself going through this hamster wheel of the same situations, different people, different faces, same incidents, different places, different uh, faces, but still the same lesson because you did not learn from what you should have learned when it was presented to you full throttle. So here we are and we are entering into Gemini season. So to all my Gemini babies, happy, happy birthday, happy birthday. Now, it's natural 
to feel this burst of get up and go, right? It's this energy, it's this energetic shift because Taurus season is slow and penetrating and it's very much so deeply penetrating, right? And slow because it's about building. It's a sensual, slow, you know, energy. However, coming into Gemini season, it's like, boom, the sun is out. It feels good. We can celebrate day parties here, spring trips here. Let's just get it going because summer is around the corner. That's a natural desire. And with Gemini being an air sign, um, the duality of its communication, the duality of how it presents itself, the duality of how it shows up is going to be more prevalent because not only are we entering into Gemini season, but Mercury is going to go retrograde in Gemini on the 29th. So all of that forward moving and that sudden ambition and that sudden communication and the way that you love to interact in Gemini season is going to come to a halt because it's going to be joined in Mercury retrograde right along with Saturn and right along with Pluto retrograding. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into this because I spoke really deeply in depth in it on the astrological part two. So please listen to May's astrological overview part two, but I am going to touch on it just a bit. Okay, because we are entering into officially Gemini season and it's only right because it's days away. And so I want to remind you guys of where we are. So here we are in Gemini season. And then three days later, Saturn is going to go retrograde. Now we all know Saturn is disciplinarian. It is about getting to the core. It rules our government. It rules patriarchy. It rules a father figure. It rules masculine energy. It rules anything that has to do with authority, right? Also, the fundamentals, the discipline, how disciplined are you in certain areas? How how much discipline do you lack in certain areas? Saturn is going to be that in your face reminder of what needs to be done and what you've done too much of in an area. And with Saturn being in retrograde in Aquarius, it is going to be here for five months. Okay, now Saturn is going to remain in Aquarius until 2023. So even when it comes out of its retrograde, you're still going to be dealing with issues of the Aquarian energy because it's going to remain here for another year and a half, but it won't be in retrograde, right? What you're going to see with Saturn retrograding in Aquarius is how it's almost like a rebel energy. It's like bucking the systems of innovation. You're going to see authority where things have moved forward, where we've seen a lot of innovation when it comes to how we were working from home. The social distancing. Aquarius is all about social distancing. Okay, it's all about doing its own thing it's the loner it's the genius it's the isolated it loves to be alone it loves that right it is an extrovert in the sense but more so it loves to be inside to its own it chooses who he wants to when it wants to be around people so in an elemental wise in an element state you're you're thinking about saturn the disciplinarian the the 
you know, authority figure, the government, the businesses, the corporations, all of these things battling with Aquarian energy. It's uncomfortable here because it likes to be the one in control and it likes to follow a regimen and it likes to have like more of a dictatorship in a way. But Aquarian is all about freedom. It is about innovation. It is about choosing what works for the all, not the you. And so we're in this space and with retrograde, we're going to be reviewing how these systems have fallen short of doing things the Aquarian way how you've pretended to innovate and create change and to create a renewal of opportunities and to be um, that person or that company or that corporation or that entity that really does invest in the up and coming, the local, the philanthropy of your community, how you've pretended, how you've put on a facade, you know, all of those Black Lives Matter banners people put on their their websites for that time it's okay what have you done since then what have you done since a year later what innovations have you made what changes have you made what what shifts have you really taken how have you diversified your company you want people to come back into your company what changes have been made how are you going to adapt not just adapt to what's happening now but change the structure of which you were built and so what you're going to see is a lot of these issues come up you're going to see a lot of these things um come up because people are going to have to be accountable for the lies, the deceit, the deception that has held them, that they've held over so many people's head for so long because everything was moving so fast. There was a focus on getting everything back open, getting money to these people, getting money to these businesses so that we can build these quotas and rolling out this so we can get the economy working. But you haven't changed the structure of where the problem lied, which was in these corporations and in these communities and in these governments. And so all of this is about to be coming back out. And it's going to create a new wave of awareness. And it's going to be an intense flame that is light, that is lit, right? Because we can see this already happening, much like it did last year when it before it hit the states. What we're seeing now in Gaza and in Israel and Palestine and Ethiopia and what we are seeing when it comes to India, these are things that have been brewing for a very long time, but it, it shows furthermore how disconnected humanity is and how disconnected these governments and how much they've lied and they continue to lie. Even with all of this in their face, we're still having to remind them of the injustice and of the, uh, the disparities that are really holding everyone back. So all of this is going to begin to unfold yet once again between Saturn retrograding May 23rd until it ends October the 10th. Okay. So about mid end of October, um, we're going to be seeing a lot of this action with Pluto and with Saturn. 
that Pluto is still in Capricorn. So Pluto is definitely dealing with a lot of it's retrograde right now, but it moves slow, very slow anyway. So it's almost like when it begins to bubble and boil, Saturn is going to be picking up its speed too. So we're going to see a lot happening at once. And what is beginning to be like little lights of flame is going to soon be in a full on fire that we're not going to be able to contain, right? It's just another level of the awareness that has to be there in order for us to really fix the problems and stop creating false illusion of fixers. Fix it for real so that we can stop being reminded and having to go back and do this all over again because that's what's going to happen. Then on the 26th, within this Gemini season, we have our full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. Again, please listen to the astrological overview. I speak very, very deeply about each of these alignments for the remaining of this season. But we all know that full moons are all about release. Okay, now whatever is being released with this full moon in full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius, I want you to be reminded that whatever becomes whatever is under your awareness now, right, whatever is being revealed with this lunar eclipse is going to come into its completion, right? You'll find, you'll have the complete cycle of it ending on the new moon solar eclipse, which is the new moon solar eclipses. Solar eclipses close out lunar eclipses and you always have a pair. So you're going to have the so the full moon lunar eclipse, which is super powerful, super, super, super potent releasing, right? It is like a full moon times five, right? And then you're going to have December 3rd is when that cycle of that is going to close. Okay. So I want you to be very careful. Um, if you are familiar with your birth chart and you know where Sagittarius falls in your, if you're Sagittarius sun, if you're Sagittarian uh, Gemini North node, South node, then this is going to affect you very specifically. But just overall, this is going to be a completion. I'm going to keep it short for this particular episode. But of course, I'll go into it deeper as we get close um, and we're going into the Gemini South node where well, we're already in South node, um, and North nodes, but I don't want to talk about that and confuse everybody. So we're just going to speak about right now, the completion of this particular full moon lunar eclipse that is happening in Sagittarius on the 26th. The completion is not going to be until December the 3rd. So whatever begins to unravel, whatever is revealed or pushed out of your life will come back up in December as a either a resurgence as a new beginning or as a finalization of a completion. So whether that be a contract, whether that be an agreement, whether that be um, uh, for some, it's, you know, breakup, it's uh, ending of some sort. Right. And if it's meant to really be an ending, then it'll stay an ending and finalized by December. If it is not meant to be a complete ending, it is meant to create a new cycle. Then that will be a resurgence between the full moon and December 3rd of a new beginning, solidifying, completing 
That could be an engagement. That could be a marriage. That could be a commitment in a relationship. That could be deciding to travel to move to a new location. Sagittarius is all about travel, move, um, moving. It could be moving not just physically, but moving in with someone. It could be moving different locations, changing jobs. It is all about it. It, it is all about choosing to um, do something different and you're choosing to act on that. And most times that means if it's something long distance, it's coming back together. If it's something that has been, oh, I might take this job elsewhere. Oh, it's choosing another career path. It's going, it's moving. It's doing something that is best for you based on where you are in that space or in that time. And it's bringing that closure to that. So keep in mind that eclipses always come We're always going to have, when we say eclipse season, that is because we have multiple eclipses back to back. And the closures of those come six months after the initial eclipse. Okay. So think back to April 4th when we had the new moon in Aries. Think back, no, no, April 11th. So when we had the new moon in Aries, think back to where you began, what started for you, what was budding for you, what were you, what were you contemplating on doing and you didn't really act on, what was it that began to, um, kind of blossom for you, but it's kind of been dormant. So within this lunar eclipse, you may very well see within Gemini season, you may very well see a re, um, a more of a, progress, more progress on what was started during that time. And it may require you not to take action just yet, but to prep for action that's needed to be taken once retrograde is complete. Okay. Then on the, okay, let me speak a little bit about this formal lunar eclipse. So the, the formal lunar eclipse in Sagittarius, um, This is going to be this this full moon is going to highlight blockages that may have been in your way. Like I said, that have to do with travel, that have to do with progress, with career, that has to do with anything that was standing in your way of moving forward with um, solidifying, moving in with someone, moving on from someone, um, creating a new life, creating a new beginning. This is a lunar eclipses create a path that clears out the blockages that are hindering that progress. So if it, for whatever reason, has been stagnant when it comes to making a decision about a career path or in a relationship or when it comes to education and school and what you're deciding to do and any area of your life that you haven't been on hold, there have been some kind of blockages. This particular lunar eclipse will push and give not just a full moon release, but a deeply, deeply, deeply core penetrating push to anything that has been hindering your growth. If it's some communication that you've been needing to have, 
you may not be able to vocalize it the way that you want to with Mercury being in Gemini. It's more of thinking it and, and preparing for it, but it provides more of an avenue for you to do so. So this is going to be a very potent um, space for everybody um, because it's going to really force you to or put you in a space that expands your horizons in a way that you probably have been thinking could never happen. If there have been blockages financially, if there have been blockages holding you back from doing something you've been desiring to do. Um, when it comes to expanding your life, expanding your family, expanding anything. Um, this is a very, very lucky, beautiful time for you to do so, especially with Jupiter being in Pisces, because that just is yummy energy. But there are so many other undercurrents that could cause hindrances, but that Jupiter is all about expansion. So this could be a very beautiful time for you to really just Really, truly, if you've been doing the work and you've been putting yourself in alignment with what it is you're saying you're wanting, this could be the time where it all comes out for you. And I really believe a lot of people will be getting those offers they've been asking for. They, the commitments you've been desiring, the, um, just the new beginnings and expansions in your life that you've been asking, praying and working towards. This is where you're going to see those things happen for you. On the 29th, we're going to have the Mercury retrograding in Gemini, and that doesn't end until June 22nd, which won't be until after cancer season begins, but it's also going to fall during the summer solstice. So there's going to be um, a lot happening within this Mercury retrograding in Gemini. Now, listen. <laughs> Gemini is a very mutable energy in the middle of Gemini season. And this is a typically indecisive um, energy because it, it doesn't, it likes to, it just, it changes its mind. It's an air sign, but it changes its mind. It's very free flowing, very like happy go lucky, go with the flow. And it's really hard to read their truth. You know, it's very hard to read where they are, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. And it's very hard to get them to really commit to something and stick with it because they are so flighty in some ways. Now, with Mercury, the planet of communication, the planet that rules all things communication, whether it be writing, talking, thinking, um, presenting, travel, Anything having to do with anything, any ways that your technology that you're having to communicate, it is affected by Mercury. So I will say, please write down what you're wanting to say. Um, keep notes and try to keep yourself in a space of as less chaos as you can because the more chaos you are around and surrounded by the more confusion will be birthed and with mercury being in retrograde in the midst of gemini it is going to be very difficult to come up out of that fogginess and it'll be very difficult to communicate the fogginess if you are in the deep of it 
So it's very, very important for you to stay above that curve as much as you can, even if it means you have to be silent. If you need to write out your thoughts, write them down. If you need to journal your thoughts, journal them. If it's better for you to write something out than verbalize it, please do so. Because this is there's so much happening that it's very difficult. It's going to be very hard for you to come back from what you say. Because, again, Gemini energy is very fickle anyway. It's very in and out, up and down. It's so, you know, rarely taking anything really. See, you don't know if it's serious or if it's playing. But that's the duality of it. But with Mercury being in retrograde, but also Pluto and Saturn, this can cause a lot of tension and it will cause a lot of breaks. And it could be months before you see a resolution to the damage that is done under this particular um, air. So please don't do that. If you can wait, do. If you don't have to say it right now, don't. Because it could really come off worse and it could cause more damage than good. But on the flip side, it could also give a lot of bit, a lot of optimism because you're not finalizing any decisions and it could give some false hope in some situations. So be very clear where you stand as much as you can, but also don't overcommit, don't undercommit, don't make any commitments that you know that are possibly not going to be something that you're going to be willing to stand in once everything begins to move completely forward again. Okay. Now on June 10th. So I'm not going to get into June because it's June. That's June. That's June. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, we're still in Gemini season. Okay. So I'm going to talk about it. So June 10th is going to be the new moon solar eclipse that'll be in Gemini. Now it's so interesting because we have our South node is in Sagittarius. Gemini is North node. And I spoke about that real, real briefly a minute ago. Now we have our eclipses that are in those signs as well. With the new moon solar eclipse being in Gemini, it's catapulting new beginnings. It's catapulting fresh air on steroids. So whatever has been eclipsed out, whatever has been ended, whatever has been pushed you towards closer to where it is you're needing to be, this Gemini uh, uh, solar eclipse is here to seal the deal before or at least give us a semi-commitment to it, right? Whether that be communicating it clearer, whether that be giving a bit of an understanding, more depth of what's happening, give a more of an, uh, just more of a, even though Mercury will still be in Gemini, it'll still give a little bit more clarification and a little bit more of understanding of where you stand in a situation that may have been cloudy, especially after an abrupt ending or an abrupt um, fallout or some sort of disconnect, right? It's a, it's a welcoming space of opportunity to kind of get a little bit of an inkling of where you may stand with a certain situation. So that's a really beautiful way. It's beautiful. It's friendly. Um, it brings a lot of opportunities and 
It gives you the opportunity to see things in duality. Whether it comes to how you are engaging with people, how you're engaging, how you're seeing things in the world, how you're communicating that, how you're experiencing that, how you're expressing that there's a duality to it. There's nothing set in stone. And that's the beauty, the beauty of Gemini. It's very mutable. It's very adaptable. So you, while you're not making any strong commitments, it's still a lot clearer than it would be right after a a full moon lunar eclipse because everything will be cloudy at that time if whatever is happening is still not clear it's still like okay it feels good or it doesn't feel good and i don't know what to do about it and there's no real communication on what i should do so this particular season of gemini season is going to give you a bit of everything that you have been needing to continue working on from 2020. This is about honoring the adversity of life, honoring the adversity of self, honoring the adversity of your inner being. This is also about accepting that there are painful moments. There has been pain. There have been disadvantages. There has been misfortune. However, we're going to have to find a way to cultivate a new experience and cultivate a recovery process from that but not one that is built on illusion one that is built on truth and one that is really moving us forward opposed to moving us backwards now this is also going to have you forced to deal with your anxiety dealing with your um nervous system right if you are someone who's very anxious and you're not really good with change and you're not really good with shifts and you don't really like energy that's not clear this is going to be something that's very triggering because it is a lot of things happening at once then it feels like okay nothing's happening and then now everything is happening one thing after the next thing after the next thing and that's much like what we're seeing begin unfold around us but again if you're not in tune with that you're not paying attention to that you're trying to avoid realities that are clearly giving us signs of what's to come where we are. So we have to be very, very, very patient, very understanding, but we also have to know when it's time to take the action that is required and we're going to have to move accordingly. We cannot put ourselves in a space that allows us to remain blind, deaf, and dumb to the truth because every time it's going to bite us and each time it bites us it does something worse okay this is going to definitely build your confidence it's going to force you to work through your fears it's going to force you to balance out your life spiritually and create strategies and plans and sit with those plans and sit with those strategies and create an idea of what really is what it is that you want it's also about moving forward understanding what is happening why it's happening and what lies on the outside of everything you thought had passed you by this is a really beautiful space it is a beautiful time it is a very spontaneous time because there is a lot of air energy happening but there's also more importantly an opportunity to get to know yourself in different ways 
understanding the adaptability of yourself. Gemini season is not here to be fun, cake, and poodles. This is about elevating. This is also about initiating, but it's also about creating a foundation from the foundation that's been destroyed that is going to really continue to build upon decades to come. So this is work. This is not something that is going to be over in a day. No, this is work. More stuff is going to be revealed. Mark my whole words on that and I'll do a whole nother episode about that. But there are gonna be a lot of things that are going to be revealed. There are gonna be a lot more things that are gonna be shown and we're going to see a lot more than we thought we saw before. You think we getting back to normal. No, we're not. There is no normal. We're trying to create a new normal, but everyone's still trying to live on the old normal. And that paradigm does not exist anymore. And so this is gonna be a very interesting time. This is gonna be a very uh, imperative time to where we're going and, and how we're growing and how we're evolving. And so I would definitely suggest you find something that you are wanting to work on within your home, within your life. Create your own plans, create your own strategies. Sit with yourself. What do you want your space to look like? I know for me, I'm redecorating my place. Um, I'm still working on my health and fitness. So I'm focused, right? I, I'm focused. I'm not in an urgent matter to be anywhere. My birthday is coming next month. I wanna be blessed and he healthy and whole to see it. I am preparing myself for a whole bunch of love and a whole bunch of just goodness this year. And so I'm working towards that. And that's what you have to remind yourself. Everything you do is working towards what it is you say you deserve. And these are the transits and these are the shifts and these are the opportunities that we'll never get again in our lifetime to make sure that when they come, that they're on solid foundation, solid ground. Okay? So I would highly suggest you guys do that. You can't keep doing the same thing, thinking you're gonna get a new outcome because you're not. You're not. This is about accepting that change is here, change is required, and that also requires us to change with it. Okay? So, this has been your Gemini season daily dose of energy. I hope that you guys are navigating through this and you will navigate through this and you will be successful if you stick to your plan. Mind the business that minds you. Pay attention to what's happening around you and navigate going forward. Address whatever apprehension you may feel inside and understand that that is telling you that there is something that you're needing to pay attention to. Okay, so I love you guys. I love you. I love you. I love you. This month again is going to be very, very, very interesting. It's going to have a lot of different uh, Gemini season is going to bring you a lot of change and 
You should not be the same as you were when 2021 started, even though we've changed. Uh, I know I personally have changed a lot in 2020, but a lot of things should have been clearer for you. Much clearer for you. Okay. So I love you guys. Thank you again for all of your love, your support, your nurturing, caring, your testimonials and all of your shout outs. I love you guys. And I'm super excited and thankful um, to be on this journey with you. We're going to get through this. This is just yet another um, retrograde season. And, and this is the first eclipse season of 2021. So this is going to be very, very uh, impactful and is going to definitely catapult us to where it is that we're needing to go. And here it is. I'm praying for you guys. I'm fasting with you guys. This is going to be beautiful. You're going to come out of this season absolutely more aware of what you are, what you deserve, and where you need to be. Okay? So I love you guys. Until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.